So my last day at Belk was Wednesday, March 11th, and woke up Thursday morning, March 12th, to a CNN update on my phone that said the CDC has officially declared the coronavirus a global pandemic. If this is going to happen, I have to go for it. I have to try it. And if it doesn't work, then at least I know I gave it everything I had. Success will come. Because how could it not? It's so fun. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Attainable Podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here. If you're new, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. And if you are not new, you've been here before. Thank you so much for coming back and listening. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. And I've got a couple guests on that are ready for your support as well. I've got the founders of Catalyst Mercantile. They're Lauren Murray and Kendall Starcher. And their story, guys, is so interesting and mind-boggling. They literally started a brick and mortar at the beginning of the pandemic. You'll hear it um, maybe in the intro, definitely in their interview. Their timing honestly couldn't have been worse, but in the same way could not have been better. Catalyst Mercantile is a boutique in Mount Holly, and they have various vendors and small business owners, people's side hustles that they carry in their store. So they serve as a brick and mortar place where people can sell their goods. So it's all locally made. They're so fun. They're just great, great women. And I love everything that they do. Before we get started, I do want to let you know some events that they're having um, so that if you want to check them out, you can check them out at these events or really any day. They have a Merry Market on November 5th and 6th. On the 5th, it's a ticketed event which with a bar, which sounds so much fun. I'm kind of looking into if I can take a trip up there. Uh, it's going to have 60 local vendors. And then Saturday is free to the public. And you can buy tickets on their site, which is www.thecatalystmercantile.com. On November 10th through the 21st, it's the Southern Christmas show and they will be there. So if you're up in that area, definitely go support. And it's also great. All these are really great for Christmas shopping. Shop Mount Holly Small Business Saturday um, is going to be November 27th. It's going to be um, in the store. They've got an event all on Long Main Street, and it'll be up in the farmer's market as well. And finally, the last event is a Christmas pop-up market on December 11th. Um, so they've got a lot going on. I wanted to give you a rundown, but this interview is so good. I left so inspired to, well, I don't want to ruin it. You guys just take a listen. I hope you guys are having an amazing day wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, go comment on our latest Instagram post, letting me know what you thought. And I will talk to you soon. Hi guys. Thank you so much for being here. Hi. Thanks so much for having us. I'm so excited. Hi. Your story is I, has even more depth than I even knew just from seeing the, how you guys have documented yourselves so well all along the way and watching Catalyst Mercantile grow has been just so fun. I feel like I've been rooting for you and your whole audience has been rooting for you since the very beginning, um, which had a unfortunate timing, but you guys have broke through and you're doing amazing. Um, but you guys met, let's, let's talk way before, before Catalyst Mercantile all the way back. When did you guys meet and when did this start brewing? Well, so we met uh, both working at Belk, um, at, you know, in their corporate office and we were in the same buying office. Um, and we literally, our backs were to each other in this kind of team. February situation. of 2012. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
So we, um, <clears throat> I've been in the office, Kendall started and replaced someone who had gotten promoted. She was handing out a report that, that she had to run and print for everyone every morning. And she goes, I've noticed something weird with this number. And I don't know if it's a problem. It's different than it was yesterday. And I didn't think it was supposed to change. And I had never noticed anything like that before. I'd been with the company a couple, like three years at this point. And I was like, wait, what? What? And next thing I know, I'm running around the entire office asking like anyone I can find why this number looks weird and what's happening. Come to find out, it's a normal thing that happens like every day, the day before changes a little bit based on their sales book. But that was kind of the start of our friendship was when she sent me on this insane wild goose chase that kind of made me look like an idiot. <laughs> oh no. That we realized e-com doesn't close at midnight like the stores do. Yeah. So it was always like a hundred or $200 different <laughs> the day after by the time e-com was like booking in. And gotcha. okay. it was like week two for me. And I was like, I don't, I feel dumb asking this question, but like these numbers don't match. You're like, I could <laughs> be I saving like, the company right now. What? <laughs> like I could be, you know, I could have caught something like in this whole day, week two and I'm a genius. Right. <laughs> right. And then I feel like, how have I never noticed this? And I'm like three years in. Yeah. So that was kind of the start of our friendship because I knew she was just as crazy as I was. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, Kendall, I met you at Girl Tribe Charlotte 2019. Um, mm -hmm. I remember going, I went with my best friend. It was so much fun. I bought a gold bracelet with a turquoise stone. It was literally, I'm probably, it's probably not turquoise. I just think of the color, um, but it's so pretty and I still have it. And the, it was with your booth called, and with your company called Neon Love Story. When did you start Neon Love Story, which is your jewelry business, right? Yeah, so I started Neon Love Story, um, I think it was February of 2016. So I was obviously still working at Belk and the job I was doing there was very spreadsheets and numbers and analytics. And it was just one of those, like by the end of the day, it was like, I can't talk a single more number. Like my brain is going to fall out of my head, but I just wasn't fulfilled or satisfied with it. So I just I've always been like a crafty person. I always need a project going on. And so jewelry just kind of filled that void that I was missing, like the creative void I wasn't getting at work. And so it started with just some like wire wrapped bangles. If you go far enough back on my Instagram, they are terrible. God, I was proud of them. <laughs> they are posted. They got a bunch of likes. Like, And so it just kind of started with making for myself and then making for friends and selling them in my cubby at work, I would just send out emails that's like, by the way, there's jewelry on the table, swing by at lunch. And I was doing pop-ups in and around Charlotte and just having fun kind of running that on nights and weekends while still working full-time to pay the bills. How did you come up with the name Neon Love Story? Well, it turns out on Etsy, once you pick a name, you can never change it. Lol. Okay. <laughs> and when I got married um, in 2011, obviously like farmhouse and everything was very big. And so I had all of these like big farmhouse signs I had made for my wedding. And so I started this Etsy account kind of immediately after just to try and like offload some of my old wedding signs. So that was where like the love story part came from. But I obviously never did that. 
I just started an Etsy account and was like, I'll come back to this when I'm ready to actually do it. But like question one is what's your store name going to be? And I just made something up (laughs) thinking I'll change this later. Honestly, I think that's the best way to go. It's one of those names for a while. When I started doing your, I was like, I'm going to change it. I don't think it makes sense. But the more I do it, the more I'm like, no, this does make sense because it's big and it's bold and it's all of the things I love, but it's also different and weird. And people are like, what's with your name? I'm like, well, we don't really know. I made it up, but I like it. <laughs> I, I like, like it. Stick with it. <laughs> it's here to stay. I love that. So when did, okay. When did Catalyst Mercantile drop from the heavens into somebody's mind and who's that? Oh. I mean, Kendall, I think you always kind of had an inkling of something you wanted to do in terms of yeah. brick and mortar. Yeah. I, but, I've been ready to not work for a corporate company for a long time. Oh yeah. I did not, when I met you, I did not realize that you one worked for Belk, which I had worked for Belk for, well, I guess I worked in Belk because I worked for um, Estee Lauder, only worked for Belk for summer um, in one of their stores, oh, but like, I knew that. yeah. yeah and I didn't, but I didn't also didn't realize you had a job. Like I remember. And at this point I'm like, you know, little baby Sarah, I'm about, I'm like, I'm about to like graduate. I was like, well, and I, I remember like I was reading all the entrepreneurial books. Didn't think I wanted to like start anything looking back. I'm like, you're so dumb, but I, you know, looking at all this stuff. So I was like mesmerized by these people who had their own businesses and they had all these booths. And I dragged my best friend. I was like, we're going to this thing. It's called girl tribe. I saw it on Instagram. The tickets are cheap and we can take a day trip to Charlotte. It's gonna be so fun. So I brought it there and I was just seeing all these things and I saw your booth. So I was like, it's a like woman who has her own business and that's so freaking cool. And then I guess, I don't know, it took a while for me to like see your social media and see that you were working still. And I was like, how is she girl bossing while at a corporate job? <laughs> it just um, I would get to work cute. on Friday mornings a little early. It's the only morning I would get there early and I would sit in my parking spot and just complain about the fact that I had to be at work. Yes, <laughs> it was like it was so consistent. It was great. I mean, consistent content, truly. I just host this talk show on my own that was like, I don't want to go in here. <laughs> and all of my bosses followed me and thought I was hilarious and yet still never fired me. So <laughs> and even when I quit, they were like, we had no idea you were so unhappy. okay literally how do you watch that and not understand that this isn't just funny like if like how do you not be like hey like how can we make your experience better you know how (laughs) it's just Kendall well because she talks a big game but she cared a lot and she did an excellent job (laughs) she's like I hate it here but I will do very well and make you very happy yes yes (laughs) And I learned kind of quickly, as long as I like got my stuff done, I could kind of get away with whatever I wanted. (laughs) And so it was like, my paychecks were coming in. So my mortgage was getting paid, but like, I didn't have to love it. I just had to like bide my time until my house was paid off. Yeah. (laughs) Again, she talks a big game, but the girl did a lot. (laughs) Yeah. You had like this idea though. This is definitely something that you wanted to pursue and you wanted brick and mortar from the beginning. Kind of, yes. I just always knew I wanted my own thing. And through doing the vendor markets, you meet such a great community of like other vendor friends. And you kind of realize very quickly who's in it at the same level you are and who's in it just because like they got a cricket over Christmas and they think they're crafty now. And so 
you know, you do a lot of these vendor markets and you with a bunch of the same people. And so I had kind of floated this idea to Lauren that was like, I think it would be awesome if we open up a store. And back when our early days at Falcon, we would, you know, sit and cry about how much we hated it. We were like, we're going to open a store one day that's going to crush everyone. And we're going to do it different. And we're going to take all these stupid department stores down. But obviously, like, we're two girls in a cubicle. Like, we <laughs> we only have so much, like, power behind our rants. And for me, it was more, yeah, dream big, whatever. But I'm a career gal. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm a good I'm a good corporate employee. <laughs> I'm doing this thing. <laughs> And so I remember it was like right before Christmas or right at Thanksgiving. So my mom owns an art gallery in Mount Holly, in downtown Mount Holly, and um, also kind of has her hand in everything, knows everybody. And she um, sent me a text and she was like, hey, there's going to be, the coffee shop is moving around the corner. That space is going to be available. Do you know anyone who would want to start something up? We need like a little maybe a little sandwich shop or a little cute little boutique or something, you know, we need something there. And so I'd said to Kendall, I was like, Hey, there's apparently some coffee shop that's moving. And I was like, Catawba coffee. Yeah. And she was like, that space is so cute. And then she, and she like plays it off. Like, Oh, we, you know, no, she all of a sudden comes to me with a straight up business plan. Hold on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I need a backup. This is in Thanksgiving between Thanksgiving and Christmas of what year? Yeah, 2019. And I'm just going to, I'm going to ruin this part. When was the original launch date of Catalyst Mark? It was always April 1st. Yeah. Of, were- of 2020. Yeah. Yes, 2020. <laughs> so we, so one thing you need to learn about Lauren and I is we do nothing if we can't go a hundred miles an hour. So it's, we're either going to do it and we're going to do it full speed ahead or we're not going to do it at all. There's no halfing it. Once we decide like we're in, we're in. So we went from like, hey, I heard a space is open to, oh, this is our business and we're here all the time in like four months. So the availability of a a place came before the business plan. Yes. I love it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was so ready for you to be like, oh yeah. So like in 2017, like we had this idea dreaming and then we started planning and then finally this perfect space came up it was like nope <laughs> no, no, no the space so Kendall and I met for coffee on a weekend and she had a measuring app on her phone yes. and then because the coffee shop was still open and she was like casually walking amidst the crowds of people like measuring the walls <laughs> so I went into the bathroom out. and like measured the bathroom and was like okay it's eight feet by five feet <laughs> yeah and we were like planning out while sitting there sipping coffees how our store would look and decided we wanted it. And then we um, freaked out a little bit and then we decided we wanted it again. And then we freaked out a little bit. And this is all over the course of, I don't know, two weeks. We move quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. An emotional then, roller coaster that usually takes Lauren's a year and a half. Lauren's mom hosted a Christmas party. And Lauren got the building owner a little drunk and in a corner and kind of like bullied her into like, hey, we have this idea. We want to do it. What would our rent be? And within, I think we met with them and like pitched the actual idea January 4th. Mm -hmm. So it was like six days later, we were like having business meetings. 
And then we left that meeting and we were like, wait, do we, is it like, is this space ours? Are we, wait, what? And like right. a couple weeks later, we were signing a lease. And then a couple weeks after that, I quit my job and then the world crashed. Okay, wait, okay, yes, 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 yes. do run more. hold on. So, so Kendall, when did, when did you quit your job? So my last day at Belk was Wednesday, March 11th and woke up Thursday morning, March 12th, like my first day of unemployment with full plans ahead of me to like get to the store, paint it, start like dive right in. Woke up that morning to a CNN update on my phone that said the CDC has officially declared the coronavirus a global pandemic. And I would just, I remember laying in bed being like, all right, all right, well, this feels good. And literally, okay. I remember, I was so excited for you. I watched your stories on March 11th. Like, I know I did. Like, I was like, I know I watched this happen. I think by then I was like confessing everything, like every minute of the day, just like, all right, this is what I did. <laughs> That's where we are. And we yeah. had a pop-up market planned that Saturday. Um, here in town that was going to be like our kind of pre-release of like this is coming like vendors were meeting me at the store Thursday to like drop off their initial load of stuff because by then we'd already painted we were painting like nights and weekends from February on and so we had this kind of sneak peek preview planned it got canceled last minute other pop-ups were all canceled within like 24 hours of the announcement being made. So it was like all of our kind of avenues we had already lined up to like help announce we were coming, help get our idea out there. Get sales in. All immediately was gone. Yeah. But you know, get people to we did them. get a sign from the heavens that yeah. we were still doing the right thing because cut back to February, right before the pandemic and all that jazz, we had had that horrible storm that came through with like tornadoes and whatnot. Yes. So there's two kind of main points out of the big neighborhoods in Mount Holly. And you can either come down Main Street or you can take a side road that takes you on this like big bridge that kind of gets you out of the downtown traffic and onto the main road quicker. And so that main bridge was taken out because of, or it had flooded or something because of all the rain. And the bridge was closed for like a month. So all traffic coming from all of the big neighborhoods was funneled right past our storefront so i'm at like walmart we're at walmart trying to find markers that will write on glass and we we get these markers and we're writing like our instagram handle our website coming soon like follow us here like like these cars are just creeping past our store there's a red light so they're stuck at this red light just staring Mm -hmm. and so we got dollar tree like bright pink tablecloths and like taped them up to the window so that it was just this like bright pink sign saying like follow us on Instagram like we're coming soon (laughs) and some people blame us for the bridge going out but I promise it wasn't us (laughs) we swear we didn't do it on purpose we swear we swear we did not flood the bridge we did not (laughs) go over there with so many buckets of water and like have this I don't even think I could have planned that like I couldn't have even thought of that we stood there, we were like, the universe wants us to do this. 
That's what this means. I mean, okay. we're saying we have to do this work. We're going to take a moment to ask where the confidence came from. Um, <laughs> just like where you manifest that from. Um, but also, can you describe the store? Because we have yet to actually talk about what it is. Because it's not like anything, at least I've ever seen. Yeah, so it's a collection of, we have 18, sometimes 20 different makers and business owners. They all rent floor space. So essentially every item in the store is somebody local's kind of side hustle. It works similar to like a vendor mall. If you were to go in and have like, sometimes they're like warehouses and you go in and it's like different booths set up. Well, rather than have everyone build their own type of like building booth, it's all merchandised as one shop. So all of the clothing is together. All the candles are together. So customers walk in and they might shop from five or six different vendors without necessarily knowing it. And I think the customers really appreciate that because every time I tell the story, like, oh, it's a collection of vendors, everything is somebody local side hustle. It's like, oh, that's so cool. Well, let me buy this bar of soap and a candle because now I've just supported three girls instead of the one. I'm trying to get the timeline back. So it's March 11th, you quit your job. March 12th, you see the CNN report. And pop up on Saturday before you guys opened was canceled. Yeah, I quit my job and we gave ourselves three weeks <laughs> to yeah. fully open a store. We weren't ready. We weren't ready to open in person April 1st, but we stayed up for an entire week straight to make sure we were ready to launch online. And we made sure all of our everything was loaded online and had images and we were ready to go. And then uh, at this point, I was actually furloughed from my job um, due to the pandemic. So kind of kind of worked out. And I went up to the store and we sat on the floor April 1st and just waited. Got there at like 7.45. Yeah. Because our launch date, it was like 8 a.m. April 1st was when everything like went live, mm -hmm. which we decided we would never do an 8 a.m. launch again. Never again. <laughs> like 9am maybe, but it's very early. It's very yeah. early. So you guys wanted to have both the online and the store yes. up and going April 1st. And so obviously for the pandemic, you said, okay, we're going to nix the store one and we're only doing online right now. Right. Yeah. Well, because back then in March, you know, it was two weeks. It was like, oh, we just have to be home two weeks. So we were still thinking like, well, we can't launch April 1st maybe by Easter. I want to say Easter was like mid month that month. It was like, we'll be open like April 15th. And then April 15th wasn't April 15th, but also we launched online. We were an online only business and our first couple orders come through. And I look at Lauren and I was like, we don't have any shipping supplies. No, <laughs> no. We didn't have a single box. We didn't have a single bag. <laughs> you didn't have any system for actually fulfilling. No. No. So off we went to the store. Yep. <laughs> we went up the street to the Walmart and bought some like bubble mailers, got a couple boxes. But we were also doing so, um, you know, I had a few people local to me that supported us. And so yeah. I took those orders with me and had my daughter <laughs> take them, my, my, at the time, four-year-old daughter, drop them off. So that's how she became our director of logistics. Love it. Um, so she, she got really good at deliveries, um, and local drop-offs. Yeah. We just kind of hustled on some of the mom Facebook pages 
Oh yeah. So we put together like gift box ideas for Mother's Day because May 9th is when phase one opened and we were able to open with limited capacity. Yeah. So we did our first in-store May 9th and it was awesome. That had to be the best day. It was. It was really great. I mean, so many people from the just the local community came out to support us. Um, We had a couple was like standing out on the sidewalk. I think we opened at 10 and they got there at like 10 till and we're just like standing outside waiting to be like the first ones in. And they're still like our best. I mean, they come in all the time. We love them. Yeah. I'll probably see them this afternoon. They swing by about every Friday on their way to like date night, just to like say hi, see how the week was going. Like, and so many people are like that. We have so many regulars that are like good, strong, like friends. Like I have, I have their cell phone numbers and it's like, call me if you ever need anything. Like that's the part I think that's been so surprising just in running a business is you go into it very much alone. Like it was me and Lauren up till three in the morning texting each other, like just us. And then all of a sudden it wasn't just us anymore. Yeah. How did you guys push through so much? Cause you said like you had those two weeks, like, were you like freaking out? And they were like, yes, we're going to do this. Freaking out. Yes, you're going to do this. But there's like, I mean, all along the way and Lord, you know, especially at the time that you guys opened, <laughs> I mean, was there an anxiety attack in there somewhere? Like, did, was there like, what is pushing oh, yeah. you guys? I think there still are the- regular. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I call Lauren about every afternoon. That's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing about get- our partnership is we balance each other really well. Kendall is incredible with marketing and these like, amazing ideas. And she'll be like, hey, I have an idea. So, you know, during the pandemic, we realized that all the pop-ups were being canceled because they were all scheduled to be inside. And so Kendall goes, hey, I talked to the people at the farmer's market. They have that big outdoor space. We can spread out. We can keep it safe. They have all of these safety measures in place. So I think we should do a pop-up there to offer, um, you know, something for these businesses. And, and we can only hold so many businesses in our store. And we wanted to open it up and help more small businesses who are struggling. And I was like, oh, you know what? That's a really good idea. And she's like, great, because I booked these dates. We're going to do like one a month for three months. And we're going to do, and I was like, oh, okay, great. Great. <laughs> I love it. And I'm then I put, I put together some spreadsheets and <laughs> I started tracking stuff and drumming up a contract and we, mm-hmm. we got to work but we just you know the things that freak Kendall out and stress her out I can kind of talk through and, and be calm and then she's that way for me for the, yes. the things that are going to stress me out so I think we kind of help balance each other through those moments what a right. freaking good pair and like I have a ton of really good ideas but Lauren is the one who's like wheels actually get them going she's the one who's like all right if we're going to do this big pop-up that you're planning we need to step one do this step two do this and I'm like okay good I needed a list I needed yeah. a because I wasn't I didn't get past like the big picture and Lauren is like all right here's how we make it actually happen so none of it would happen without her Absolutely. Oh my God. Definitely none of it would happen without Kendall booking dates and deciding it was happening. 
How did you, how did you guys get the word out? Like from, I mean, the beginning, so you had your, your glass markers and you have your social, which is doing so well. You're like reels Queens, which is freaking great. How did you, but how do you, yeah. How do you get the word out? I think that's like the scariest part of any starting anything. Is it so fun internal? Like you could be doing all these things and you're like, yeah, I'm creating this amazing thing. And then somebody's like, Hey, but like, how are you going to make sure people know about it to buy it? And then it's like, Oh, mm, um, I'll just go and hold and see what happens. Honestly, that's still one of our biggest struggles is, you know, we've now been here 18 months and every day I get a woman walk in being like, when did you open? I get my hair done across the street. I've never noticed you. And it's like, well, cool. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's on you, but also like we opened a year and a half ago. Yeah. So um, that is still one of the big struggles, but I think just like pairing up with anyone we can and doing, you know, at any meeting, I joined the chamber of commerce. I've tried to like force everyone on Main Street to be our best friend and like do parties with us, which has actually worked out great. I think people just love someone to say like, hey, we're doing a party on this day. And they're like, okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's still a big challenge, but I think it's just, you have to have a certain amount of just like naivety maybe where it's like, if this is going to happen, I have to go for it. I have to try it. And if it doesn't work, then at least I know I gave it everything I had. It's almost like blind faith. Right. And I think be just brave enough in yourself that like, I think I can do it. I think I can. And I think me and Lauren both have enough of that where it's like, why not? Why not do it? Let's just try. I think she's also being really humble. She also, Kendall is to your point, the queen of of the reels and uh, you know, we tried to do some TikToks. Our, our first couple were so cringy. It's not even funny. So bad. So bad. But, you know, it, and because I'm not, Kendall's a social media queen. And I remember her telling her, like, I am so awkward. I am not cool enough for this. And she's like, just go find these influencers and start commenting on their posts. And I'm like, what? What do I say? And she's like, I don't know. Tell them they have nice hair. Just <laughs> get them to notice us. And yes. I'm like, what? I do remember explicitly that moment. We were having our backs to each other and we like swiveled around in our like cubby seats and we're like talking to each other over the wall. And Lauren is like in a full blown sweat. Like, how do I comment? Like what Facebook group I, do I need to join? Like I have to comment on my neighborhood page. Like what? And I was like, just do it. Just do it and comment on everyone you can find and I might have been rude about it but it seems to be working you're ballsy when she needs to be well that's good that's good so um have you guys like partnered with like local I guess like influencers yeah we had our first actual influencer night when was that uh August like 15th 16th around there But we we don't have any full partnerships yet. So it's a little bit tough because we don't necessarily have the margins that like a regular boutique might have or a regular shop because we are a business of businesses. Right. Um, So for us, we don't take a big cut. We take kind of just a small commission of sales. 
Um, so, and anytime we offer a discount, it is in partnership with the vendors and yeah. what we're selling because they have to eat that discount as well. And we want them to be profitable. So for us, you know, some, we're, we're looking into some different ways to partner with some influencers that aren't necessarily a use this code for 15% off your purchase, because, you know, that's not something that our vendors or us can necessarily afford. Yeah. I was just, when you, you said influencers, I was like, okay, that's, I love like the ins and outs and hearing like the background. I'm like, okay, so you said influencer night, like, what does that mean? I think influencer marketing, I don't know. It fascinates me so much. I just think it's so cool. And I think people are now opening up. Like I just went to a webinar last night and they were talking about like all what to charge and usage rights and all these type of things. And I'm like, I'm sure that this will apply to me one day. It doesn't apply to me right now, but I just find it so interesting. And it is so mm -hmm. smart, especially like with localized places. I, one of my clients, you know, we use a hashtag like Raleigh blogger and I'm like, that's so smart for local, like people in Raleigh to look and see who has a following here. Like who mm -hmm. is literally in our area that could just come by and show the store. And like, that's all. Um, and I think it's underutilized and sort of trickling down into small business where people are saying mm -hmm. like, okay, how can we make these partnerships? Cause influencers are small businesses too. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah. like, I like that you guys have such a relationship forward, like marketing strategy where it's literally, okay, make friends with anybody we can have a party <laughs> with anybody we can compliment anybody we can and yeah. just make friends. And that's, a, I mean, that's, that's essentially mm -hmm. the base of marketing. Yeah. Well, and a lot of them, you know, I've met several girls doing neon love story, just again, doing pop-ups, you know, like they love to come shop pop-ups too. So you get to know them and it's like, oh, by the way, that girl you just talked to has like 58,000 followers on Instagram. And it's like, well, God, I hope I was nice to her. <laughs> like, I hope I was nice to her. <laughs> I hope she likes me. Um, but you realize like they're just as sweet in person as they are online. They just happen to be like super famous on the internet. So I kind of knew or understood like their power going into it. And again, Lauren's mom knows everyone and is friends with everyone. And uh, one of her good friends actually helped us organize the influencer party because she herself is like a mega blogger and has mega blogger friends. So it was like, oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. She's chat. the like, sweetest, most the generous, kind-hearted person. And so she was like, yes, let me help you. She gave us tips and pointers of some things that we would have never thought about like having a little fact sheet for when they do a post, like facts that they can include about our store. We were like, genius, thank you. Genius, you're a genius. <laughs> I printed a little like front and back, just like little slip of paper that gave them, you know, all the highlights. Mm -hmm. It also saved us from like saying it every time or like missing a fact. Cause then, you know, you always, hindsight's twenty twenty. you're laying in bed that night and been like, oh, I didn't tell them this. But, yeah that we were able to like get ahead of so that we could really just enjoy the party with them. I love and it. We also action oriented. Oh yeah. Well, so it's even as simple as last year, um, right before small business Saturday, one of our vendors sent us a thing like, Oh, the radio, this, the radio station just announced that they're doing a contest for small business Saturday. You should, uh, you should submit yourselves. And we did. And we won. And it was like, <laughs> wild it was so, wild I laid down on the floor like I I opened the 
Iman, I just immediately laid down and was like, oh my God, what? What? <laughs> so they like came to our store and did a Facebook live from our store on Small Business Saturday and like posted some stuff. And then they did a little, um, we got a radio ad that played. <gasps> oh my God, I remember TV. you guys have a reel of your radio ad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was from a contest we won. It was, the, I mean, it was just the wildest thing, but it was like just literally any opportunity we could attempt to get our hands on we did wait, wait. you just have to shoot your shot and you just yeah. have to keep shooting them yeah you know they might not work but they might also work really great we submitted for a vans contest we did <laughs> we didn't get that one we didn't get that one i was really excited about that one me too you got to design your own pair of shoes oh yeah. But see, we, that's the other thing is we go into anything like we submit as if like, well, of course we're going to win. Right. We had already like designed our we shoes. designed it. Like we're like sending each other like hand-drawn pictures of like, my shoes are going to look like this. <laughs> Your blind faith, I feel like is kind of, it sounds like a cynical way to say it, but like just utter confidence in what you're doing and what you're building and like to the point I think it's so easy to like look really far ahead and you were saying something earlier that reminded me I literally my friend sent me this this morning and it was focus on the step in front of you not the whole staircase take your time it'll be okay and you guys are just like hey what's right now like what can we do right now you guys don't seem to be like staring off at the future being like what if what if because that will that literally will kill any dream it will kill any idea you have to say, okay, like, what about a year from now? Like, what's this going to look like? It doesn't even matter. You shouldn't even think about that because you literally don't know. You could plan it to a T and it will not look like what you think it's going to look like. And I love you guys stay excited and you're just like, everything we do is awesome. I don't know what to tell you. We shit glitter. And that's literally, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Come buy our stuff. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't think there's any other way to do it. Cause like you said, if you, if you go into it thinking, I'm not going to get this, this is stupid. It's not going to work. You're not going to do it. And people can, you can tell when someone loves what they're doing. It's in the way they live. It's in the way they act. It's the way they style their hair. It oozes out of their pores when you're a happy person or when you're not like when you're miserable. When I was working at both, my mom will tell you, like, I am a different person today than I was two years ago, sitting in my cubby. I just, I hated it. And now I don't. And I think you have to take a bet on yourself and you have to believe on yourself in yourself because no one else will. No one else has to. So why not? Why not go into it thinking it's going to be great? What's the alternative? Well, I mean, I had spreadsheets and very specific numbers and very specific drawn out things. And they didn't all come to fruition, but you just adjust them. And, and like, so that's because, I mean, I still have my corporate job and that's what I love about my corporate job is it's very much like I, I live in that space and I love that. And I get to do it in, in two ways, kind of on a big scale. And then on this like really personal and exciting like what's going to happen scale. And, mm-hmm. and it's um, like, for me, you know, she, Kendall comes to me with ideas and I do it every time. So this is what it's going to look like. And this is how we are successful. And this is what we do. And then sometimes it works out. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's not quite as good. And then we react to that and move on. 
I think last year we did two three-day markets. Oh gosh, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> that was not worth it. We yeah. learned. Yeah. And so I think, you know, and we've got things that we're doing that are new this year. We'll have things that we do that are new next year and we're going to learn. And we also, we need Lauren's spreadsheets. Like we need, this wouldn't have gotten off the ground without Lauren sitting down being like, okay, rent is this much, the power bill yeah. is this much. Like we need X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But then you have to let yourself kind of live in the gray space too. Of mm-hmm. like you have a guideline and you have a roadmap, but like don't tie yourself to it in a way that you're not letting yourself try other things too. Yeah, like if we don't hit an expectation, it's not, we didn't fail. And it's not like, a, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Because honestly, quite frankly, we're too busy looking at the next thing to <laughs> to get that upset about it. It's just more, okay, we'll take that learning back when we have a minute to breathe and we'll talk about it and how we do it differently next year. And then you just move on. Um, And, you know, we're just, we firmly believe that what we're doing is so meaningful and we're so passionate about like helping small businesses and, and doing this and being a part of this community and an exciting thing for people to come to and hosting these special things that, Success will come because how could it not? It's so fun. Great. <laughs> how can it not? It's so fun. I love that so much. I want to get it tattooed on me. <laughs> I love that so much. So, okay. This might be an individual question. This might be a question like for together. Um, this will be the last one. And we, I think we, it's kind of go, going to go along the lines of what we've been talking about, but what made this whole dream attainable? What was one thing, this might be physical, this might be, you know, oh, you don't know it, but I take a nap every day at 1.30 or else, you know, I will not function. Or it might be, oh, this person pushed me or, you know, this skill, blind faith, trust in myself, whatever that may be for either, either of you or together, what made this dream attainable? I think for me, when we originally signed our first, like our lease, we only did one year. We only, you know, we both kind of agreed we're going to do, we're going to give it a good shot for one year. And if it doesn't work, if we can throw everything we've got at this and a year from now, we have lost all of our money and we have, you know, everyone hates us and this sucks, then I've only been out of a job for one year. I can go back. I can get my job back. I can, you know, we can, this can be a funny story we tell at Christmas parties years from now. We're like, remember we did that one thing? Like, yeah, that was terrible. But we had this like time limit on it for me that kind of gave me space to really just like go for it. Cause it was like, I, we're going to check back in. This isn't forever. We're just going to try it and, and see, and really, it was like two weeks in. I was like, yeah, I'm never going back. <laughs> never going back. Never going back. I was about to say, we had re-signed the lease like a couple months in. Oh, yeah. We immediately <laughs> called and we're like, yeah, no, we're, we're in it. We're here to stay. No worries. Yeah. But no, I mean, for me, it was so, you know, mine was a little bit different. I wasn't in a place where I was ready to leave my corporate job or be it financially or, you know, emotionally just not ready to leave that space. But 
you know, I, I come from a place, my mom has always been an entrepreneur. She's had her artwork. She's had different businesses that she's tried. Some have been successful, some not. And you learn and, you know, again, it's kind of a similar idea that you, you know, when it's time to put something to bed and not, and that's okay. So, it, you know, when we talked about it, it was, we're going to give this a go. Um, and having a partner like Kendall, you know, because I was very honest. I was like, this is, you take the lead. I'm here with you. But she was taking the bigger risk personally. And so, you know, having someone who said, I want you here with me while I take the bigger risk was like, really intense and I constantly live with a I have to do enough for Kendall because she does so much and she's so amazing I've always been passionate about like artists and artisans and people who want to do their own thing and I have done some of my own little things here and there but nothing you know maybe one day but not you know just to be able to support people in their passions and have this as something that keeps me up all hours of the night and I fall asleep while actively working on it sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's just a great passion project. And I love bringing my daughter up to the store. My son, not so much. He's not ready. He, uh, he just wreaks havoc. But, um, you know, my daughter loves to come and, and work sometimes on the weekends. Oh and, my God, how cute is that? Yeah, to show her that, you know, it's just, that feels really special. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, thank you guys so much. This was such a great interview and your story, like every piece of it, it literally, I'm like, let's go. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going to go. Like, I feel so energized and motivated. And I hope that anybody listening, I know that they will feel like they can literally tackle everything. Your energy comes through and I love it so much. Where can people find you online and where can also people find you and go to your store? Yeah, so our Instagram and our Facebook are at Catalyst Merck. So it's C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T-M-E-R-C. Um, our website is thecatalystmercantile.com. Catalyst Mercantile was taken for whatever reason. But the Catalyst Mercantile. Oh, yeah. They, I've done a lot of domain searches all throughout the last year and a half. The one and only. And... You can find us uh, here in Mount Holly on Main Street. We're right across from the William and Henry um, kind of main salon in town. Um, the address is 117 North Main. Um, and I'm Go here. on Google Maps. Yep, we're on Google Maps. <laughs> we love it. Yeah. If we can be set up somewhere, I think I've tried to do it. <laughs> Whether or not it actually works, I've definitely filled out the application. Yeah. I love it. Thank you guys so much. I will be sure I'll, I come up around there all the time. So I'm going to come visit you and yeah. I can't wait to see the store in person. Thank you guys so much for being on. Yeah. Thanks awesome. so much. Thank for you me. guys. Oh my God. Was that, that interview was so much better than I even thought it was going to be. Um, I wanted to give a rundown of the events real quick. So you don't forget again, November 5th and 6th, the Mary market, it's going to be 60 local vendors and they're going to be there Fridays ticketed Saturdays, free admission, November 10th through the 21st is the Southern Christmas show. If you want to go and you're up in Charlotte area, um, the shop Mount Holly small business Saturday event is going to be November 27th. And then December 11th, they also have the Christmas pop-up market. They've got a lot going on. They're taking every opportunity to showcase all their vendors. This is such a great 
great business. And if you are looking to shop small, this is the place to do it. They have an online store, www.thecatalystmercantile.com. I'm going to be doing all my Christmas shopping there. I'm so excited. And I think we all know, especially going through the pandemic and we've all gotten closer and we see how important it is to support the local people and the small businesses around us. So I hope that you love this interview. I hope that it was a catalyst for you. See what I did there to, you know, focus on what you want and go chase after what you want with blind faith. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. 